This is the Ag Queen Podcast. This podcast explores the agriculture industry with the movers and shakers of those shaping it. Here's your host, Lori Boyer. Executive Director of the National Sunflower Association, John Sambachan, is my guest here today. John, overall, how are the economics of the sunflower industry right now? Well, you know, last year we had a really big surge in acres here in the United States after, you know, the Ukrainian, you know, area was invaded by Russians. And so it it created a lot more demand for sunflower oil, not just here in the U.S., but also around the world. U.S. producers were able to take advantage of that. And it just, you know, created a situation where we had just a fantastic crop last year. and, And we're still used to some of that seed right now. John, are there enough sunflowers to meet that demand? You know, right now we've been in, in a pretty good position with seed supply and with oil. In fact, in oil sales for a lot of oils, not just sunflower, but all oils, it's been a little bit on the slower side. Things have slid a little bit. Um, if you notice like soybean oil is down, other oils are down in price. And just it's one thing is affecting the whole oil seed market. Brazil had a huge crop this year, and that's really dominating a lot of what's going on around the world right now. John, what about drought in Brazil? Has that been an issue? Actually, you know, it was more of the drought was more of an impact in Argentina than it was in Brazil. Overall, you know, the Argentine production was way down, but what Brazil produced this past year is just a phenomenal amount. And it easily overcame, you know, what that deficit was in Argentina. John, with regard to acres planted to sunflowers here in the U.S., are we at average, above, below? How is that looking? I think overall our acres are going to be a little bit lower this year than we were last year at this time. Yeah, but, you know, when you look at historically, we're probably kind of route average. You know, last year we, we had a really significant, we had a 30% increase in acres last year, and that's going to drop back. We're going to probably be about 15% lower, I think, this year than we were last year. It's not not for a lack of demand. It's just that overall, I think that there's still a lot of seed in the bin from last year's crop. And usually when you get in a situation like that where you've got a lot in storage, it just sort of tends to get people to back off a little bit on what they're going to plant. So, you know, we're going to be in really good shape, I think, for this year, given what we have for carryover and and the crop that's going to be planted. And I think, you know, that's going to all be used up. And so for 2024, the market's going to be very aggressive to get acres to build that back up to make sure we maintain our supply. Anything else to talk about with regard to supply and demand of sunflowers? You know, right now, I, I think, you know, sunflower historically has been a crop that we don't accumulate a lot of stocks. You know, we're, we're never usually in a position where we're real burdensome because we are a smaller crop and the market kind of controls, you know, how much is being produced and, and what what is being, you know, used. So I think, I think you know, we're, we're in a good position going forward. And if anything, you know, one thing that really has shown up here in the last few years is just the increased usage of sunflower oil in the U.S., over the last six years, we've seen a 67% increase in sunflower usage in the U.S., which is very positive. Now, that has taken away some of that export sales that we've had, but we are using it domestically. And so it just, you know, as long as the domestic market here continues to grow, I think sunflowers will be in a very strong position. What is being attributed to that increase? What are we using it for? The main uses for sunflower, you know, has always historically been in snack foods. That's one of our main areas for is a frying oil. It continues to be used in potato chips, corn chips, things like that. Two of the fastest growing areas uh, for sunflower oil usage has been in the ready-to-eat snacks. For example, you see in a lot of the stores now they have pop popcorn or flavored popcorns. And the main ingredient in that is sunflower oil uh, that they're using. And so there's just been a huge growth in that area. And then also in alternative foods, alternative meats especially, a lot of sunflower oil is used in that. It helps that product be more, 
you know, it has more lubricity, it has more, a mouthfeel is better with it when you use sunflower oil. And so for a lot of these new products, uh, you know, it's, it's really been a growth area for us in, in that they're coming on the shelves and consumers are looking for healthier type products. Let's talk about the Farm Bill now, John. What are some of the things that National Sunflower Association is looking for in the next version of the Farm Bill? Well, you know, our main priority is crop insurance. Obviously, you know, when you look at what crop insurance means to growers, I mean, whether you're in a drought situation or if you're in a prevent plant situation or even just the normal perils that you face growing a crop, you know, crop insurance is so key. And that, that that's where our main, main priority is to make sure that there's no funding taken away from crop insurance. And if there's any way we can enhance coverage, you know, that's one of the things that we're looking at doing is trying to find ways to enhance coverage. Another area we're looking at are, are the reference prices. You know, given where costs are at today as far as input costs and, and just overall what inflation has done, the reference prices that, that farmers are looking at for any crop right now, are they're too low. I mean, you know, given given where prices are with the market and where input costs are at. And so we've been advocating, you know, to try to increase reference prices you know, so that gives that, you know, more of a safety net available to farmers. Another area that we're looking at expanding on in the farm bill is in research. What we're proposing is a sunflower research initiative, a breeding initiative to try to enhance genetics here in the United States. A lot of the seed production and development has gone overseas for a lot of crops. And sometimes what happens when you have a smaller crop like sunflower is they're not necessarily uh, developing varieties that will fit for the North American climate or for the U.S. market. And so one of the things that we're trying to do in the Farm Bill is to get an initiative started to enhance funding for the Agriculture Research Service at USDA to develop more varieties that growers can use here in the U.S. John, let's talk about other things that the National Sunflower Association has going on right now. Well, you know, we continue to, you know, on the promotion side of things, we we continue to work trying to build the domestic market here for oil. And obviously we've been we you know, can't take 100% credit for the, the growth in sunflower consumption here, but it has really, really grown a lot since we started our promotion program with food manufacturers. We also continue to work in overseas markets. We're looking for markets that are you know, looking for high-grade, high-quality sunflower oil. Uh, we have programs in Canada and Mexico, and we're looking to expand it to Japan this year for confectionery seeds. We do continue to promote within Mexico, Canada, and in Spain. There are main markets, but... Potentially, we're looking also at the market in Korea, in South Korea especially, for using sunflower seeds. And so we've been working on that. Research side of things, we continue to work on the same areas of you know, finding ways to deal with insects, with disease, better agronomic practices. We're also looking for new chemicals, new herbicides and things like that, and insecticides that growers can use. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, change, and obviously nature always adapts, and so we always have to make sure that we're trying to stay ahead of that curve. John, based on interviews we have done in the past, I know that NSA has a pretty strong research and development program. Definitely. We, we work with scientists and researchers in North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Nebraska, Kansas, and Texas, so and Colorado, and just try to, you know, make sure that that's very well spread out and that it's, it's something that, you know, would benefit growers throughout the sunflower growing region. Any other issues or anything else you want to talk about with regard to things going on in the sunflower industry? You know, I just think overall we're looking at right now is just, you know, the farm bill obviously is the top of mind for everybody. There, There is concern that whether or not that will be approved this year. I mean, things have slowed down in Congress, you know, because obviously they're focusing on on the debt ceiling package they were. And now there's going to be the battle over the budget. And, you know, when you look at some of the things that we're trying to do, 
as far as increasing reference prices or things like that. Well, that takes a little bit more money. It takes more funds. And so it's going to be a, a real battle to try to make sure that we obtain those funds. And so one of the angles that we've been using is that is food security. I mean, when you look at what happened during COVID with the supply chain shortages um, just or with the situation in, the, in Ukraine with the war, how that just kind of just turned the markets upside down. Um, we, we need to have more security um, with our own domestic supply here. And I know just talking from a lot of, a lot of supply, or I should say food processors, you know, they were just taken, you know, by, you know, by, by, um, by surprise, by how things quickly can turn like that. And so I, I think it really created a lot of awareness that food security here for the United States is very important because I know we export a lot of our products overseas, but we also need to take care of our, our consumers here at home. And so that's one of the things that we've been pitching is to make sure we have good food security. And, and the way to do that is to have a good, strong farm bill. John, thank you so much for joining me here on the show today. Once again, John Sambach and my guest, Executive Director of the National Sunflower Association. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Ag Queen Podcast with your host, Lori Boyer.